All Things Are Possible, Part 36. Amen. Mark 9.23 and 10.27 teach us that with God and your faith, all things are possible. And Jesus said over and over again, according to your faith, be it done unto you. But uh, in order to function in this kind of faith that receives a manifestation of the promises of God, Jesus made it a central issue that we must not doubt in the heart, but believe that those things which we say will come to pass. Well, before you ever get to the believing part, Jesus said that you're not going to, you have to cast the doubt out of your heart. There can be no doubt in there. Amen. And we saw a lot of things that are inside doubt, like hesitation and wavering, pride, unforgiveness. And then we started looking at fear and anxiety and, and worry. And we've been kind of camping out on fear and anxiety and worry uh, because they're all together. Uh, they are all talking about the same thing. And they're all a part of doubting in the heart. And they got to go. Amen. And we've been looking at Matthew chapter 6 and verse 25 uh, where we have this commandment not to worry. Over and over again, Jesus says it three times in this portion, short portion of Scripture. Verses 25 through 34. He says three times, do not worry. And he says, don't worry about your life. Don't worry about your clothes. Don't worry about tomorrow. Uh, why are you worrying about your clothing? Uh, therefore, don't worry. I mean, he just <laughs> says it over and over again. Well, in verse 25, and, and we started looking at, at, because it's a commandment, folks, not to worry. It's not a suggestion. We have been commanded to not worry. So I've received that commandment. I believe you've received it now, too. And uh, we're in the process of learning how not to be worried. Because if Jesus said, do not be worried, then guaranteed we have the uh, tools in our hands if we'll just study the word on how not to be worried or anxious. And this is important because, uh, not just because it's a commandment, but physically. Now, now let's talk about the physical side. Anxiety and worry and fear, uh, it's been clinically proven. And I mean, there's studies out there. Google it. I have. And, and there's scientific studies on the connection between anxiety and cardiac uh, 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 heart disease, you know, and, and all kinds of, of things like depression. And, and I mean, it's just a huge list. Everything from migraines to, um, well, just go look at it yourself. I mean, it's just a huge list. Uh, ulcers to gastrointestinal disease and and it just, the list is just huge. Well, <laughs> Jesus is doing his best to keep us out of sickness by giving us this command. Do not worry. Well, thank God I'm not going to be and neither are you. I believe you're receiving this word today. Amen. Well, um, Jesus said, do not worry. The, the King James uh, Version translates this Greek phrase as take no thought talking about taking the wrong thoughts. And people do it all the time. But uh, uh, we're not of that group. We're not going to do it. And, and we're showing you how to stay out of it. And I talked to you yesterday about the, the, the tongue and how that affects this area. Uh, Proverbs 18.21 says that the power of life and death is in the tongue. But that verse goes on to say that the person who loves one or the other, either life or death, will eat of its fruit. And the tongue will say what it loves. Uh, in this sense, 
love is more than just like. It means that you've fallen in love with uh, either life or death uh, with your mouth. And you've given it access to your heart with your mouth. And I told you that the process you know, is, it works like this. Evil thoughts and imaginations come to your mind and then you start thinking about it and meditating on it. And then if, if it's left unchecked, it eventually winds up in the heart. And uh, it all depends on how quickly it's received, embraced or assimilated and how quickly you come into agreement with it and finally allow it to flow freely out of your mouth. And uh, you begin to say it and act upon it and that uh, opens the door for the devil to choke out the word uh, that you've received in your heart. And it causes uh, a person to be faithless, faithless and not have any results. And of course, the opposite of that is, is the process of receiving, is getting your mind and thoughts and imagination on the word and feeding on it and meditating on it and musing over it and, and, and talking it to yourself and receiving it and uh, embracing the word and valuing it and assimilating it and coming into agreement with it and then let it freely come out of your mouth and it causes the word to come alive in you and produces faith. Your faith will become strong and you're going to produce fruit and get results. Well, Jesus said in, Ma in Matthew chapter 13, we need to talk some more about the tongue uh, in this respect. And verse Matthew 12 and verse 34, Jesus said, out of the abundance of the mouth of the heart, excuse me, the mouth speaks. Uh, and what the mouth does is it speaks those wrong thoughts and images and it becomes a snare or a trap for people. Amen. And uh, Proverbs chapter six and verse two says that you're snared by the words of your mouth. Well, let me give you another scripture. Proverbs 12, 13 says, The wicked is snared by the transgression of the lips, but the just shall come out of trouble. Now, even though you may say, well, I'm not wicked, uh, uh, and, you know, frankly, I have no reason to believe otherwise. If you are a believer in Christ Jesus, yet it is the principle that's revealed in this verse that I want you to look at. When your mouth transgresses the word or the wisdom of God by speaking contrary to them, and it agrees with the lies of the enemy, then that will become a snare or a trap to you. When your words are in line with God's righteousness, or they are righteous, then you will come out of trouble. Now, uh, before I go on, I'm going to remind you that right there in Matthew chapter 6 and verse 33, Jesus said, Seek first the kingdom of God and his righteousness, and all these things will be added to you. Well, here it's telling you one of the things that, that will keep you out of there, uh, because uh, it's, it's either you're going to speak in line with God's righteousness, or you're going to speak in line with those things that are contrary to God's word, which is transgression. Um, and uh, this is important because this will help you to stay out of worry. This will cause you to stay out of anxiety and stay out of stress is by putting God's word in your mouth and refusing those things which are contrary to his word. Let me give you another scripture. Proverbs 13, verse 3. Proverbs chapter 13 and verse 3. He that keeps or protects and watches diligently, his mouth keeps his life. 
but he that opens wide his lips shall have destruction. Now, these are powerful reasons, folks, to watch your mouth closely. And when he says here in this uh, proverb, uh, to open wide the lips, now that means that you just let, you know, whatever that floats into your mind come out of your mouth uh, without any regard to its source. And we all know that that everything that comes to your mind uh, is not of God uh, or else... We would not have to cast down imaginations that exalt themselves against the knowledge of God. Uh, We would not have to bring every thought into captivity to the obedience of Christ, like it says in 2 Corinthians chapter 10 and verse 5. If it doesn't agree with God, with His Word, and what Jesus did for us, then it should never be allowed to come out of our mouths, because according to this verse, it will bring destruction. We must take authority over those disobedient thoughts and wrong imaginations before they can settle in on our mind and we end up agreeing with them with our mouth. We must cast them down and we must rebuke them. We must reject them and demand obedience from them. And we must replace them with the Word of God in our mouth. And now it's important to fill your mouth with the good things of His promises and what Jesus did for us. Amen. Glory to God. Well, uh, we'll come back tomorrow and see some more from God's Word about this subject. Amen.